This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflexive. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with a drinking problem. This dirt wolf is making me drunk. Oh, dirt wolf is like, that's high alcohol volume. You should not have, I didn't even realize that you were drinking that. <laughs> hey, that was my dirt wolf. You said you bought this for me because I like it. Oh, yeah. I love dirt wolf, but I, I can forgot. never have it because it's like having three beers or something. 8.7. Come on, Lynn. That's I like know. having two beers. Yeah, but at one time. So add another beer. <laughs> You're so good at math. That's crazy. When's yeah. our math podcast coming out? <laughs> Very soon. Yeah, I'm drinking a Victory Dirt Wolf, and it is a double IPA, and it is fucking me up. Dirt Wolf is really good. I'm drinking a Victory Headwaters. We need to start branching out, I think. <laughs> I feel like every episode, I'm like, Headwaters or John? Headwaters or John? Headwaters or John? To be fair, we had Prosecco before this started, and it we had did. a bow on it. It did. It was my housewarming gift for my parents. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Kathy. It was awesome. And we used it for the podcast, so also educational. Is that how that works? Or entertaining. <laughs> Edu... Wait, what's that called? Education? Edutainment. It's like... Edutainment? It's like adorkable. That's from uh, Boogie Down Productions. Say what now? What? The Boogie Down Bronx? Um, the 80s hip-hop. Oh, God. Yeah. You're old. Older than us... The Actually, KRS-One, if I'm going to be corrected, who's from Boogie Down Productions. But it's a KRS-One Is anybody album, still listening to this? Like the early 90s, right? Okay, so let's get to our first thing. Morgan okay. just surprised me. We did not do a lot of preparation, so just tell me what we're going to be talking about. Linda, do you remember, I think it was like episode seven. Wait a second. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Wow. But I think the first thing we have to talk about... No, you're wrong. The first thing we have to talk about is our live show. Oh, Do you know okay, like how I just fine. read your mind and I knew what you were going to say and I knew it was wrong? <laughs> I love how you always know that I'm wrong before I know. <laughs> Everybody, oh you God. have to come to our live show. If you don't, Linda will stand on the stage and pee herself. What? Or if you do, she will. So come either way. You. More likely if you do. I will. It's August 20th. We're part of Philly Pod Festival, Podcast Festival. We're super excited. We're really honored that they asked us to be a part of it. Lots of cool podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be on Saturday, August 20th, 5 p.m., Tattooed Mom. Come out. Get your pregame on. Do some day drinking. Hang out with the DDD crew. There's another show after us. And then uh, we all party down. You should be there. Totes. And I'll be my pants. Okay, uh, so now the other thing we have to talk about. Yeah, so the real thing we have to talk about is guys. We know that last Wait, week... is guys? No. Or guys? Yeah, let's talk about the boys you have crushes on. Yeah. Not Brian. Jim um, Gardner? <laughs> I love Jim Gardner. <laughs> um, local newscaster, don't worry about it, everyone outside of Philadelphia. Um, 
So and everyone inside of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody under 75. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Anyway, so last week, Morgan brought up a email that we got, an email that we got from a devoted listener. And before we even read or talked about what her email was about, we started rambling and talking about our own stories because we are yeah. narcissists and we never answered her question. We ended the podcast and we were like, okay, I think we're done and yeah. never answered what she asked us yeah. or even addressed it. And we are terrible. We blew her right off hosts for that. So we need to. Chelsea. I'm sorry, Chelsea. We hear you. And this time we're really going to answer you. She wanted us to talk about a Twitter conversation. And this is where it went wrong last time. Don't mm-hmm. describe what Twitter is. <laughs> what if they don't know? Uh, stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so people are tweeting because the New York Times, in their coverage of RNC and DNC, have been referring to Melania Trump as Ms. Trump, and they have been referring to Michelle Obama as Mrs. Obama. And people on Twitter have been, uh, people in the world have been noticing and then saying on Twitter, like, what's up with that? How come one's a Ms. and the other's a Mrs. when they're both obviously married? So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, The answer is because Melania is not American. I'm just kidding. That's not why. Um, It is because uh, it is a preference thing, I bet. Like, I don't really know because I don't work at the New York Times. If it were, don't you think she would have just copied Michelle? Oh, Oh, that's a good point, actually. Um, Yeah, so I I think that um, a lot of times the way people are dressed is a preference. So they probably, a long time ago, when they first started covering Michelle Obama, asked her, how she wanted to be referred to, and she said Mrs. And um, and also the New York Times does Miss and Mrs. So if you don't do that, which right. a lot of publications don't, a lot of outlets don't use that, yeah. you just avoid the whole confusion So anyway, will other but, publications um, use first name or last name in this scenario? On second reference, you mean? Yeah. I think last name. I mean, unless it's unclear, and then they would they would mix it up. Michelle Obama, First, first lady, lady, you yeah. know, okay. she, like, whatever, to make it clear. If they were talking about both of them, Barack and Michelle, yeah, yeah. they would try to, they would definitely make it clear who they were talking about, but they just wouldn't say Mrs. Mrs. probably. Um, so the New York Times is one of those outlets that does use the Miss, Mr., Miss, wait, did yes. I just say Miss, Mrs., Mr., Miss, on um, second yeah. reference. So... And people have been noticing and contributing, um, for instance, they say Mrs. Thatcher, but Ms. Pelosi. And it's, you know, the examples go on and on. And the only conclusion that makes sense to us is that a paper that is as old and respectable and has the reputation it has that is the New York Times would just ask yeah. the person that they're covering. Another thing sort of, you know, they don't, I mean, they're sure they're not asking, they're asking their PR team, they're asking their representatives or communications people. Like, I don't think it even always gets that high. Yeah. 
No, I'm sure the reporter just asks. Yeah. What? How do you want to be referred to? Or yeah. or the fact checker or whatever. Um. So another thing that the New York Times actually did uh, that's sort of related to this that this question reminded me of last week when we were supposed to talk about it um, was oops the mix, which is MX period. Yes. Um, and that is when someone does not want their gender to be identified. So that sort of caused a little bit of a stir when, when they did that, I guess. Um, maybe other people had done it before, but I, I didn't. Either well, they weren't big the enough issue or I didn't with the New York or... Times is not I didn't the, the New York Times space is <laughs> they have like a little bit of a hard on for identifying people by gender and right. using titles. Right. Where a lot of other publications are willing to nix a title or to get rid of gender modifiers altogether. Right. If it is the preference of the subject of the story or the person that you're quoting. So New York Times has these this style guide that is they're so staunch and they stick to it. And it. uh, Right. Like, why do you have to use the title? So, like, maybe if someone doesn't want to be gender identified, they you also should be putting Miss or Mr. or Mix in front of them because the mix does sort of bring... So if you don't want to be gender identified, it's not like you're shouting from the rooftops, I don't want to be gender identified. You know, like, so doing the mix, while I think best intentions definitely um, was... It's drawing it just, attention. It called a lot of attention. Like there were articles about the fact that they used it. So Yeah, I just Googled New York Times MX and... The first two results are from the New York Times, and the next is the Observer, New York Magazine, Fusion, Refinery29. Like, it just goes on and on, like, of people writing about New York Times, writing about somebody who is preferring not to be assigned a gender. Right. So, I mean... You know, they they have their style, they're they're trying to adapt, um, you know... The Mr. Miss Mrs. Mix is sort of dated. Um, you know, some people think it's like a lovely throwback kind of, and other yeah. people think it's kind of like get rid of it already. I find it's so old fashioned. Like if I, right. you know, the, whenever a New York Times writes about this podcast, right, I would feel really awkward for them to refer to me as Mrs. or Ms. Obadowski. Like, right. That's just not really how anybody has ever referred to me and probably never will. I don't know. Right. No, I I agree. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I obviously love the New York Times. It's just this uh, scenario. It seems like they just keep tripping over themselves. Well, that's the thing. It's like already the singular they, while pretty, I think, well adopted among a lot of outlets um that in itself is has been an issue and they is already a word (laughs) you know what i mean right whereas mix is a new thing that they're introducing just to get around adhere to their style and it's kind of like why don't you give yourself one less problem (laughs) give your fact checkers a break Yep. Stop with the miss, mister. 
I don't know. Why don't you give yourself one less one less problem? That's the new podcast I'm going to start. Thank you, Chelsea, for your question. I'm sorry it took us two episodes to answer you. Thanks, Chelsea. We'll do better next time. Do you remember episode seven? Of course. <laughs> where we declared that the Oxford English Dictionary fucking hates women. Yes. Sexist. It's still true. Go back and listen, everybody. The crux of our argument, which, of course, we stole from somebody else's argument, was that a lot of the descriptions for different words had very sexist overtones. Yes. I urge you to go back and listen to the episode. We'll wait for the spike in traffic. Mm-hmm. So in a just poetic moment, Hollywood Reporter came out and said that there's going to be a movie about the creation of the Oxford English Dictionary. Tell me about it. And the dudes who wrote it, mm. so of course they were dudes, um, one of whom, so there was two guys. That, so the movie's going to be called Professor and the Madman. There was the professor, James Murray, who in 1857 set about compiling the OED, one of the most ambitious projects ever taken, under, ever undertaken. And with the help of a madman, Dr. W.C. Minor, he submitted ten, more than 10,000 entries while an inmate at an asylum for the criminally insane. Even though back then... You really didn't have to do much to be criminally insane. Whatever. It was the 1800s. He probably just slept in past nine o'clock. Everybody was criminally insane. Regardless, the two gems, the two gentlemen, the two shining stars of our culture, our world, our, our, our multiple countries playing these men are Mel Gibson and Sean Penn. Yes. Has Feminists there to the core ever been better casting? No, for a, a movie. Which a, one's going to play the yeah, insane which one? One's the, <laughs> I feel like Mel Gibson's going to play both. So, so yeah, but, like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. <laughs> so, guys, Mel Gibson, he's not just in it; he's producing this shit. He I has he's directing it, or no? He he acquired the rights okay. to the film that was a book back in 1998, starring opposite Sean Penn. He might be directing it. I can't. There's too many words on the screen right now. I think what I like. Um, But this is his idea to make to get make this into a movie. He bought the rights to the book. He wants to make the movie. He's playing the not insane person. Mm. And Sean Penn, you know, classic wife abuser, tie Madonna up to a chair, beat her with a bat. Great actor. (laughs) Horrible. He actually. He's a he's a real uh, chapo. He's he's a real confusing one because you know he like is is horrible and mean. And Claire Underwood is, is so much better off without him. Mm, Thank she's God. Good. Uh, but Jenna. he like you know lives in Haiti and builds houses for all these people. Wh- whatever he's, he's a conundrum. He's a conundrum. Hates women. Yeah. As does Mel Gibson. Yeah. And 
these two, these two sweethearts are going to make this movie about this book, which also hates women. So, you know, everybody mark the day on your calendar. The dictionary, not the book in 1998. Oh, right, right, right. The dictionary. So whenever this, whenever this movie comes out, we'll do a, we'll send an update. Everybody make I'll sure. i see it just to get popcorn. No, 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 no. We're all going to go to the movies that day and buy a ticket to something else. Oh, and sneak in. No, you're uh, not listening. Okay. We're undermining them. We're not going to see their movie. We're going to take uh-huh. all their box office money. So not only are they going to na- not make money, the other films are going to make more money. Okay. That came out that day. I still get popcorn. It's called a protest. With popcorn. Yeah, you can have popcorn. Okay. Are you going to wait for somebody to dramatize the creation of the AP style book? Oh, my God. That, that movie? would be amazing. <laughs> I've already seen that real life drama. I don't. I'll go see Merriam-Webster any day. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're great. They love the singular day. Yeah. Just fuck these fuckers and their old Oxford English Dictionary. And this picture on Hollywood Reporter. Have you ever seen two richer looking homeless people in your life? <laughs> No, it's and I live in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's insane. Do you want to actually listen, actually answer a listener question? Yes, the second one of tonight because we messed up last week. Okay, this one's for Sarah. Hope we stay on track. Fingers crossed. Sorry, Sarah, in advance. She wants us to talk about weary versus wary. Which one's which? W-E-A-R-Y versus W-A-R-Y. Okay. So, yeah, people get confused on this um, just because they kind of sound alike or spelled alike. But um, they're two completely different words. So it's not even like when I tried to explain any time and any time pretty, like, terribly. Like, that was... I liked it. Okay. But, um... <laughs> So, if you are wary of something... W-A-R-Y. Yes. You are dubious. Like, you don't believe it. Like, so... Your guard is up. You should be guarded up. So, if you say, like, be wary of anyone who... You know what? I have a good one. Be wary of um, 8.4% alcohol by volume beers. Yes. You should be wary of those because... They will come up and hit you. <laughs> Living like three beers in one. Living proof right here. <laughs> yeah. So when you're wary of something, you have to be a little cautious. You have to, you know, just use your best judgment. Be careful around them. So that's be wary of anyone if you can smell the alcohol on your breath, on their breath. Like, <laughs> no, that's a good friend to have. Yeah. Well, if you also have the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Be wary of anyone who tries to sell you something that seems too good to be true. Be yeah. wary. So so that's what wary is. Weary means you are tired of something. Um, I've grown yes. weary of this humid weather, which actually we're having lovely oh, weather so right now. So pleasant. Yeah. So pleasant. But, Isn't it weird how for the past few years, August has been the most nice, nicest month of summer? Yes, including... I always think about it. I know. The year that I got married. And I was supposed to get married in August. And there was a mess up with the venue. They double booked. 
and everyone else was so relieved. I does I wasn't necessarily. I was mm-hmm. not relieved. I wanted to get married in August because I actually think August is a beautiful month. And they pushed it to September. We pushed it to September. Suppose everyone breathes a huge sigh of relief. Oh, good. The weather will be so good. Hottest day of the year, assholes. Three hundred sixty-five days. It was the hottest, hottest day. Outdoor wedding ever of the year. Outdoor wedding. It was pretty awful. There was no escape. The bathrooms <laughs> didn't have air conditioning. Like no. nothing. There no. was nothing. No. No, you couldn't even go sit in your car and put the air on because we all took a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was pretty everybody. terrible. Now I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Remember we got married August 1st, dead of summer. Everyone said not it's do beautiful. it. Most beautiful day in the history of the world. Yeah. Well, the day I was supposed to get married, I thought about it and I was like, well, this is a beautiful day. It was beautiful. <laughs> I remember that too. That's why I started paying attention to yeah. August weather. I was wary of it. You were wary of For no August good weather. reason. For no good reason. It was beautiful. And now I'm weary of this conversation, as are our <laughs> listeners. Fine. Don't get married in August. That's the, that's the rule. No, do. Oh, no. Do get married in August. Damn it. Oh, God. <sighs> weary means you're fucking tired. Physically or mentally, it it means tired. It's a synonym. Y'all know what synonym means. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Wary means your guard is up, you're nervous. That's it. Peace Whatever. out. I chose the wrong wedding date. Goodbye. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> All right, Morgan, I wanted to bring this up because... I think it applies to both of us, and I don't care about our listeners. Um, Me neither. Fuck them. Yeah. So these, this, I've seen this in a couple of um, articles referenced, um, and and there's this one from Flavor Wire, actually from a few months ago, that talks about the fact that um, it's at. Well, the art, the title of this article is: Do you download audiobooks? Congratulations, you're keeping publishing afloat. Ooh, yeah. Um, and it goes on to say that sales of downloadable audiobooks have grown by 34% across. Oh, they have a mistake here because they did 34% with the sign and then also wrote out percent. Oh, Yikes. letter to the editor. Beep, 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 beep. Pick a style, yo. Um, across all categories and 38.9% within the adult books category. What did that percent say? Was it just the sign or also percent sign and word? Just the percent sign. Okay. Yeah, it looks like that might be their style, but they left that in by accident. Okay, so basically I have read a lot that the downloadable audiobooks yeah. are very popular right now. And they've grown by leaps and bounds, like to the effect or to the point that like, I forgot the exact number, but another article I read said something like 40,000 audiobooks were recorded last year. Compared to five years ago, it was like only 10,000 or something. Yeah, it's you have to do an audiobook these yeah. days. So I know that you do audiobooks and I have done audiobooks, but I don't do them I think as consistently as you do. I do them if like I know them be in the car for a long yeah. time for something. Yeah, I also used too. to have a CD player in my bedroom as my um uh my alarm clock, so I would listen She's to it that She's so one. 90s. <laughs> yeah. I actually just got rid of my CD player in my bedroom, so um <laughs> I don't listen to them anymore there, but I also borrowed them from the library so i didn't do downloadable do you do download i have been starting using the overdrive app okay that hooks up with the public library system everybody look into it you can do it too 
Can you do it outside of Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, I think my okay. my dad yeah, uses overdrive. Library. Yeah, yeah, any library. Okay. Um. So, it, my issue is just having room on my phone because that's the device that I have synced up to mm-hmm. overdrive. But if you have a tablet, whatever, and it's not just for audio; it's also for downloading um books you can read. Uh, but it's free. You're renting them from the library. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. The invention I want. Okay. That I just told my mom about the other day. Okay. She's like, oh, that would be really good. Yeah. She's really supportive. Is Does your mom work at Quirky? No. Okay. I don't even know what that is. So. Near does Linda. She's being nice. I am being We're nice. just trying to get you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> the invention I want is a book that you can download. Yeah. This is what I would pay for. Okay. A book that you can download and you can read it, do, 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 read it. And then you're like, here's where I stopped. Yeah. And now I'm going in the car and I wanted to pick up from there as an audio. Okay. First of all, I told you I wanted this a year and a half ago. Yeah. It was my idea first. Second of all, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I was like, I want to have, be able to switch back and forth between reading and listening. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Kindle has that. You can do it on Amazon. You can do it on Amazon. Oh, I didn't know that there was already a solution. I also selfishly want to be able to read a paper book and be able to do that. I know. Well, me too. So yeah. I said to my mom, I was yeah. like, oh, but I guess my life. I, I, I literally said to her, I bet you that this technology already exists, but my library book doesn't give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can do it with Kinder. What, what's called Whisper Sync or something? Whisper Sync. Yeah. So <laughs> you can do it. You have to pay for you have to pay for the audiobook and the Kindle no. book. It's not, but it's not oh. very expensive. It's not, they yeah, make yeah, yeah. it, you, it's, it's not. It's an add-on, right? Yeah. It's like it's, discount or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not, you're really not buying the book twice. So like say you're buying a new hard, what would be a new hardcover? It would be the same as buying the Whisper Sync, yeah. It might be like $18 or something. Okay. So that you can read and listen, which I agree with because sometimes like you're, you have to like get up and do something, but you want to keep listening. You want to keep reading. Yeah. Like you're like, I have to get up and make dinner, but I want to know what happens next. So you could hear it. I totally agree. It's, I love getting immersed. Yeah. You just in a book going, like that. No matter what you're doing. And now it's the perfect platform for me to take umbrage with Good. people. Okay. Who say that listening to books is not reading books. Oh, damn. We're going down a path. To which I say, fuck you. You, you should see how real Morgan looks right now. Her, like, she, her, she's, like, spread <laughs> out all over the desk. Her arms are out. Yeah. Her posture is good. Yeah. I'm called um, she, power posing. Power, power posing. posing. And she is, like, making direct eye contact. I've never have said this. But she is making direct eye contact with me like I have. Okay. I know. All right. Keep going. I'm okay, channeling. So I'm tell channeling people who say, and they like to use it against people that they think are stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's, you know, it's an easy go. Someone say like, oh, what's the last book you listened to? Oh, well, uh, or what's the last book you read? Oh, well, I listened to da, da, da. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't read. She yeah. listened. She listened to a book. It's like, hi, asshole. It's the yeah. same information going in your brain. Yeah. One's through your eyes and the other's through your ears. And some people want to be in a car or cooking yeah. dinner or doing stuff. And they can't, can't lay down and read a book. I mean, I love reading books. It's my uh, preferred method. It is the biggest indulgence in my but life. it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love to just sit down and read. I love it. But sometimes I can't. want... 
that information to get in my brain, but I have to be moving my body. Like there are days and sometimes weeks at a time where I literally cannot take an hour to have my beloved book time and I just can't do it. So I would love in those times to be like when I'm walking to work, for instance, yeah, like reading why I love podcasts like I love to hear I love to learn all the time I just want to always be part of a conversation and that's a huge reason why I'll listen to podcasts when I'm doing you know mundane tasks rather Mm -hmm. than listening to music because it's just what I like if and if I could be somehow reading at the same time I would but I can't and that's why I also like audiobooks but I don't I don't use audiobooks as much as I use podcasts because I do a lot of – I can listen to a podcast for a couple minutes at a time and tune in and tune out. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Books are too – when you have, you have to, to – pay more When you're attention. devoting attention. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like something that's narration is hard to – for me, it's just yeah. some of it's just too boring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you got to – you have – that's the thing about, that's the thing about yeah. books too is you have to have a really good narrator. I mean podcasts, what are they, 25, 45 minutes at a time? Like you can – if somebody's not the best speaker, it's over soon. You can yeah. get the information. You can't some of these books are seven, eight, nine hours long. Yeah. You have to be really committed. Um but this is a really long way of saying that I love audiobooks. <laughs> and I'm glad that it's a new uh not a new, but a rediscovered kind of market. Yeah. I was at the I was on the beach last weekend and um you know what I love to do on the beach is just sit and read, smoke weed, look at the seagulls, <laughs> yeah. and also read my book. And um, <laughs> you know, so my husband was like, "Oh, I want to go for a walk. I'm, I'm getting bored." And I was like, "Okay." So we go for a walk, which I do also love doing Did on the you beach. Tell him only boring people get bored. <laughs> no, I, I think that's such an asshole thing to say. Well, yeah. And we passed these girls twice because they obviously turned around and we turned around and we passed them again, and. There was these two girls walking together, and both of them were reading books and not talking to each other while they were walking along the shoreline. Like hardcover, like like paper books, not paper books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you paper so books. bummed you left your book back at the chair and you had to no, talk to your the husband? second time that we passed them, I was like, Anthony, these girls are my heroes because I – and he goes, you wish you had a book right now. Like basically he like read my mind. He was yeah. like, are you jealous of those girls? I was like, yeah. I'm jealous of them. Very. That they're just like, whatever. How we don't old, care. How like, old were they? They're probably a little bit younger than me. I mean, they're maybe like in their 20s or right. mid-20s. Yo, the key to a happy, successful marriage is to be in proximity with your spouse while you're each independently doing the things you like to do. <laughs> That's good advice. True story. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you're new to the podcast... Drop us a line at drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought. Say hi. Tell us where you're from. We'd love to hear from you. And make sure you proofread your email before you send it. Just kidding. (sighs) Just kidding. We don't care. Drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. Peace. No, I think I don't understand it enough. Like, I think I understand it less than everyone else in this room. And, like, you say things more like, yep. And I'm like, 
uh-huh. Like, but I don't really understand what you're saying. So I'm like, oh, just play along. Like, remember all that time I didn't realize that I should be talking into the microphone? This has been a riveting production.